Trumas, Perik Vav, Mishnah Vav, the last of the Perik. The previous mission had discussed certain foodstuffs and legal statuses that couldn't be used to pay back if one ate Truman inadvertently. In this mission, we discuss what can be used, and we start out by saying, Rabbi Leezer Amer, Mishalman Mimin Al Sheinomino. You could even use a different species. That is to say, if a person ate barley that was Truma, Bishogeg, he needs to repay back, repay back the value plus a fifth. But Rabbi Eliezer holds, we're talking about the value in terms of, of dollars and shekels. So that means if he ate, for example, four shekels worth of, of barley, he'll have to pay back four shekels worth plus adding a fifth shekel. But he can do that payment in another foodstuff besides barley, meaning he could use wheat if he wanted to. That would be acceptable um, because it indeed reimburses the Cohen for his loss. It reconstitutes truma. It adds the fifth. It's paid, of course, with chulun musukanam, regular tithe food. That becomes truma all over again. And everything is satisfactory. Um, and therefore, Rabbi Lezer says, inside again, I'll translate more precisely, Rabbi Lezer Omer, Mishalman memin al she'en You could repay with a certain type of food on behalf of a different type of food. Ubalvad, says Rabbi Lezer, provided that, she'yishalam min hayafa al hara, that you're using a better type of food, a higher quality type of food, to make that repayment. So, the example I gave, you're paying wheat for barley that was eaten, well, it's generally assumed that wheat is preferred to barley. Now, just let me clarify this for a second. You might ask, well, wait a second. It's based on the value. So you're going to take four plus one shekels worth of wheat that's worth the same as four plus one shekels worth of barley. So what does it mean, yaf and ra? So better and worse. So the bartender says, for example, if there's certain types of foods that people are more quick to pounce on and, and grab and buy in the market, they're easier to sell. Like, for example, people would much prefer wheat to barley, even though barley and wheat could be worth the same, um, but people prefer buying wheat that has a higher, higher, um, higher currency in the marketplace, um, or maybe even it's uh, you know it's preferred. Or, I mean, you'd much rather have less quality wheat than more lower quality barley, even if the total value of the two are the same. And that is Rabbi Lezer Shita. Rabbi Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva disagrees. He says, "Ain Mishalman Ela Mamin Almino." Nope, says Rabbi Kiva. You can only repay with the very same type of food that you inadvertently consumed. So in the case of consuming barley, you have to pay back dafk with barley. Wheat would be insufficient, unacceptable, even if it were a higher quality of foodstuff. Lefikach, and therefore, im achal kishuin shel erev shviyas. Rabbi Kiva now brings, or the Mishnah brings, an unusual ramification to illustrate Rabbi Kiva's point. He says, what happens if the actual truma that was eaten were Kishuin, which are gourds, think like a like a pumpkin or something, um, and these gourds were were gourds that grew in the sixth year of the shemitah cycle, and that means you are eating them now in the shemitah year. But meanwhile, what happens with gourds is if you leave them on the vine, they harden and become inedible. So by the time one gets around to realizing he ate this shemitah, excuse me, this uh, this truma gourd, and he has to make compensation of karen and chomesh, the gourd supply from the sixth year is inedible, it's all hardened. The gourd supply from the seventh year is Shemitah produce, which can't be used to make this payment um, for a number of reasons. First of all, you can't use Shemitah produce to pay back your debts. That's a rule all to itself. Second of all, Shemitah produce is declared Hefker by the Torah. And that being the case, we said in the previous mission, you can't use Hefker to pay back your 
compensatory payments for eating truma. So the Shemitah protest is unacceptable, and that being the case, says Rabbi Kiva, you're basically stuck. You have no other kishum in the food supply to make your compensatory payments. You'll have to wait. You'll have to wait. Yamtin, you wait. The kishum shall motzi shvias. You have to wait until the eighth year when there are kishum again available in the marketplace, and you'll have to use that eighth year kishu, that eighth year gourd, to uh, pay back the karen and also a chomish, of course. That's what you use to make your payment. In other words, you have no other options because you need to do min almino. You have to use the very same species which you ate. Of course, Rabbi Eliezer would say, not at all. You can make the payment in the Shemitah year with any other food stuff you like, as long as it's not worse than Kishuim. Fine. The Mishnah goes on to say, The very same Pasuk that Rabbi Akiva, or I should say, Rabbi Eliezer, um, darshans for the Kula, that very same Pasuk is the Pasuk that Rabbi Akiva uses to understand the Lach is L'chumra, to be strict. Again, the words in the Mishnah say mimakom, which means from the place. The place you're referring to again is the is the verse in the in the psukim. So again, mimakom shirabiliezer mekel, the very same verse Rabbi learns to allow for the leniency of paying min al sheinomino. Misham, that very same verse, Rabbi Kiva Machmer, he understands that it restricts you specifically to only using the very same type of food. Shinemar, as the pasuk says, is a pasuk in Vayikrach of Beis Yudalid. Venasan la Kohen es Kodesh. We've seen this before. We darshaned that you have to give back the Kohen the Kodesh. So up to now, we've darshaned to mean limited to saying that Kodesh, which seems like a, an extra word here, this whole Pasuk is extra. Um, the choice of using Kodesh tells you it has to be something that is a Royalios Kodesh that could be, um, that could be, or could have been Truma. And that being the case, that's how we learned out that you can use Hefker, etc., etc. But here, the fact that it says you should give the Kohen the Kodesh, the Drasha, Quintabilezer, is Kol Shu Royalios Kodesh. Anything that could become Kodesh, anything, doesn't matter. Wheat and barley, doesn't make a difference. As long as what you're giving can become true all over again, it's fine. That's the Rabbi Eliezer. That's what he darshans from the extra word Kodesh there. But Rabbi Kiva says no. The fact that it uses a strange choice of word Kodesh, again, let me just emphasize why it's kind of strange. Because it's saying you're going to recompensate the Kohen with something which ironically isn't Kodesh, right? You're giving him Chulin for the Truma that you ate. So you're not giving him Kodesh, you're giving him Chulin. It's just that the Chulin becomes Kadosh, it becomes Truma all over again when you give it to him. So that being the case, Rabbi Kiva understands the Kodesh you're giving him is the very Kodesh you ate, meaning the very same species. And that's what the Mishnah says. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Venasan the Kohen Esa Kodesh. When it says you should give the Kohen the Kodesh, he means Kodesh Achal. It's called Kodesh because we're referring back to the Kadosh food, meaning the Truma food type that was consumed already. And Davka, that specifically, that is the food type that must be um, used to make the repayment.